to look in the future. What would you do if you can travel to the future and ask yourself questions? How do you grow your firm? How do you transition to advisory services and more? Luckily, we can just ask Paul, the time traveler himself, and learn the knowledge we need in our firms to evolve into advisory services today and become the most relevant advisor to our clients. And we're lucky because Paul brings three amazing things with him. Number one, he's built a successful accounting practice in the UK. So he really understands accountants, he understands us. In fact, he built his firm to an advisory powerhouse, which sold for $45 million in 2001. Number two, he's taken the business public, building it to a market value in excess of $400 million. So he also understands what business owners need in value, and what we as accountants need to provide to them. And finally, like I said, number three, we don't need to vent time travel or the flux capacitor. We can just ask Paul and learn from the transition he made 20 years ago in the United Kingdom into providing business advisory services, as that trend is definitely here in the US. 2020, we should all be moving towards advisory services inside our firms. I'm Garrett Wagner, your entrepreneurial CPA channel host. And as always, I know I'm gonna learn something new and I know you're gonna learn something new we get joined with Paul Latham of Hayden Rock Solutions. Now, Paul, last time we talked about the future of advisory services in 2020, and we touched base on this term, the, what's an irrelevant advisor, you know, being that relevant advisor to your client. And we throw that term around a lot. I know when I post on social media, I usually tag relevant advisor. And that's all about how do we not just get seen as just some backwards looking accountant to our clients. So that we could spend some time really dive into more that term relevant advisor. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, fine, Garrett. Um, in fact, I mean, just to be 100% clear, I normally talk about most relevant advisor. So not just relevant, but most relevant. Um, right, so, so Paul, I I I'll update the social media hashtag then. Just, I, I was going to say, yeah. You, I, the most, most relevant advisor. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. uh, uh, I suppose what I'm trying to draw a distinction with in, in just that term is you see, I think CPAs and accountants have generally been regarded as the most trusted advisor. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with being the most trusted advisor. Um, but but I, I'm really trying to say, no, you can be more than that. You can be more than just trusted. You can be the most relevant. So let's just pick up uh, from what we talked about last time. I'm just going to get my uh, screen share up. So as it says there, you know, previous episode we talked about becoming most relevant advisor um, that was if you remember in the context of discussing um, my, my theory of what I call black and white quick recap on that um, it's that whole situation for the accountant is, is the situation blatant or latent um, is it an aspirational thing to change or critical to change and I was making the point back in 2012 when I moved to the US I think for accountants the situation was latent and it was aspirational. Yeah, they were interested, but it wasn't necessary to change. Today, I think most accountants regard it as blatant and critical. They know they need to do it. Whether they've got round to it is a different matter. And we were talking about really the window of opportunities closing. You know, if, if we project forward another 10 years to 2030, it'll be, it will definitely be way too late to make this positional change. And I, I think... Most relevant advisor is a critical part of that. And, you know, we're really talking, as it says at the bottom there, <clears throat> need, need to think about being different as the advisor, need to think about being 
proactive, forward-thinking, thinking, add value, providing a virtual family office solutions. And, and then this is the part, the accountant positioned as the central advisor, relevant or most relevant, not just trusted. So what do we mean by most relevant advisor? I'm, I'm going to illustrate this actually using what we would call a sort of standard presentation. And, and this is really positioned as the accountant who has decided to make a change, talking to their client. And essentially what the accountant starts with is saying, you know, we're changing our focus as a firm. Because obviously what the accountant has got to do is, is, is sort of reposition themselves with their clients. You know, they have been traditionally backwards looking and they've been compliance focused. And so the accountant needs to start by saying, we're changing that focus. We're changing from being uh, backwards looking compliance focused. And we're looking to transition and moving towards being forward looking providing ad value services, whether that's business strategy, personal planning, advanced tax planning, or whatever may, it may be, so that the, the client can sort of see that a change is happening. Um, and, and essentially, what the accountant is saying, you know, we're, cha we're changing our position. We want to change from being reactive to proactive because we recognise that our best clients don't want reactive and usually prefer proactive. And, you know, I, I talk to clients, I mean, this is going back 20 odd years, and I used to say to clients, you know, what would you prefer? Would you prefer me to be reactive or proactive? And I, I've never met one client, I don't think I've ever met one, who answered, I prefer you to be reactive. They, they all said, I prefer you to be proactive. And, and, and you see, I, I used to then follow that up by saying, well, then you're going to have to help me because, you know, I'm not a mind reader. I'm not a crystal ball gazer. Um, I, I, I need to understand where you need help, where you need me to be proactive, where you need me to get involved. But essentially where we'd start with this little presentation today is saying, you know, this is the way the traditional 20th century referral model worked. It was a reactive model. If clients requested help, from me, the CPA, then I could reactively make referral recommendations. In practice, the truth was this happened really, really infrequently. And the reason why it happened really infrequently is because, truthfully, the CPA is not seen as being particularly relevant to other, other services aside from tax planning. So, first of all, the client didn't see the CPA as being somebody who they talked to about all sorts of other services. But then from the CPA's point of view, in terms of that model, I think the CPA, you know, once they'd, re once they'd referred out to other people, um, they had no quality control after that referral. And so what we feel, certainly at Haven Rock, uh, what we feel is that the CPA has to be seen to be the most relevant advisor in, in the context of the client coming to them for help. But then the CPA also has to have the ability to solve the problems. And that's why we're very keen on what we call a sort of family office model. And, 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 and essentially what we've got there is the CPA there with their client, you know, and you can see the client talking to the CPA because they're the most relevant advisor. The CPA is working with typically an advisor partner, a sort of conduit 
to all of these experts. And so what we normally see is 21st century CPAs, usually working in partnership with somebody who has different types of skills. It's usually a wealth planning partner or somebody who's in that sort of genre. And that wealth planning partner becomes a sort of conduit to all these, all these other experts working. And when I say in partnership, I mean in partnership with the CPA. And, and that, what that does is it, it allows the CPA to leverage their time. They're not running around trying to solve every problem. They're, they're the conduit to the client. They're the most relevant advisor. It allows the CPA time and space to focus on the client needs. And that's system-based. And then beginning to hand off and saying, okay, let me introduce you to, to my, you know, my, my, my team here, my partner. Uh, and, they, and basically we have a process to get, you know, whether that's ESOPs or social security planning or life insurance or business valuations, whatever it is that person needs, we're going to help you. And, and, and essentially what the CPA is then beginning to be able to do is proactively help the clients by providing access to a virtual uh, you know a virtual team of experts and in this way the cpa is positioned at the center they're the most relevant advisor they're the what i call the go-to advisor for the client so they've moved on from just being trusted to they're the person i call when i have a problem they're the person i call they understand me they've got my direction they know what i'm trying to do we we can have a proper conversation about it and then i know that that cpa has access to the right people to help me solve my problem. And basically, if you, it, it comes down, as I said at the end of the last episode, uh, Garrett, if, if, this, if the client is not calling you, you're not relevant. You're just a tax advisor. And you've got to reposition yourself away from that, not just being trusted, but to become the most relevant go-to advisor. And Paul, you're right on there, because it's not just about how do you do this, but it's about repositioning yourself so your clients see you differently. And that kind of starts with a, a process to it. You can't just say, I'm going to be an, an advisor, I'm going to be an advisory services tomorrow. You've got to reposition yourself to your clients in general. And that kind of... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and there's a little line at the bottom, well, towards the bottom there, where I said, focus on clients' needs, system-based. And it's a really small line, yep. but it's massive because... You see, um, if you don't know what the client's needs are, you can't do this. And one of the things we discovered 20 odd years ago was that we didn't know what our client's needs were. We, we may think we do. We, we may think we do. And we may think we know quite a bit about them. But the truth is, we only know about them in an accounting sense or a tax sense. We don't know about anything else, and and, and we. I mean, when I talk about system based, we we today use a diagnostic. In those days, we used a pretty basic questionnaire. But what we discovered was, and 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 the, and the way to discover it was, go on then, try and fill it in on behalf of your client without asking the question. <laughs> and what we discovered was, we couldn't fill it in for our clients. We didn't know them very well. We didn't know them anywhere near enough to be positioned as the most relevant advisor. And so the starting point was, let's sit down with the client and really get to know them. And, and, and we use a system then. And if you use a system, you identify needs. And if you identify needs, then you can begin to solve their problems. And over time, you begin to sit, become their most relevant advisor. You, you can't possibly do this 
in two minutes. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it starts with understanding needs. Yeah, like you said, it, it takes time and you make that shift because you're going to find that shift. You're talking to your clients about things that matter to them more. The yes. proactive things that are excited about, you're not just saying, hey, once a year, I need information to your tax return. And by the way, your tax return is done. Exactly. Well, you start, I think what happens is you start from a really deep dive in, in, in terms of a diagnostic and then you are probably talking to them. If not monthly, then at least quarterly. Yeah. And to be able to, to sustain a conversation monthly or quarterly, you have to you have to be doing things with them. <laughs> and, and then if you're doing things with them, they get used to talking to you. And over time, you you get to become their most relevant advisor. Um, the the yeah, this whole thing of um, and I mean, sort of give give you an example. Of, you see, we had older clients, we had existing clients, and we had new clients. And, and we decided, when we, when we first changed the way we work with clients, we decided the safer thing to do was start with new clients because, you know, you couldn't sort of get it wrong. Um, and we could, it, to use an expression, I suppose, practice on new clients. And, and, and we did practice on new clients, and we got really good at it. And after about nine, 10, 11, 12 months, whatever it was, we realized that we were getting, giving a way better service to new clients than we were to existing ones. And in fact, the way we then repositioned our existing clients was to say to them, do you know what? You've been with us for 10 years. And if you joined us today, you'd get a whole different service. And we actually think we're treating you like a second class client at the moment. And we'd, le we'd like to do you the courtesy of working, treating you like a new client. Can we treat you like a new client and start again like we do with new clients? And that started with a diagnostic. And again, those magic words of treat you like a new client were fantastic. And it just repositioned you with the client. Yeah. It's all about the, the position to become most relevant advisor. Yeah, I think another thing you, you, you touch based on, Paul, which ties back to this, if you have a client out there that says, well, I, I don't want to be proactive. I just want to stay reactive. Then maybe it's a sign that they're not the right client for your firm. Correct. I'm not giving them the right service. You're viewed as a commodity. And if you can't get them out of that, maybe they don't fit the kind of firm you want to be anymore. Absolutely. Well, I mean, and again, you touched on something there. I mean, we had, we, we basically categorized people as A, Bs and C clients. And we had an active policy. If somebody did, as you just said, they would automatically be C. And we had an active policy of removing C clients because we didn't want to work with them. And, and our rule of thumb, by the way, goes back to the new client thing, was every time we won a new client, if they were an A, we got rid of our two worst Cs. And every time we won a B, we got rid of our one worst C. And over about five, six, seven years, we had no Cs in our business. We only worked with A's and B's clients, people who wanted the most relevant advisor. Yeah, and, and part of it too, it, it's fun. I can tell you on our side, it's, it's sometimes fun to fire a client. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nothing, nothing better for are such a frustration everybody there it feels so good they're just gone i think what's good about it is well first of all it makes you feel better it suddenly makes you feel like you're in charge of your own business rather than being a servant um to to, to, to clients but it also is great from a team morale perspective um i, I get maybe it's another episode but i've got some really good stories of firing clients I like maybe that will be a little fun episode how the stories from paul latham firing a client back in the day 
Yeah. So Paul, as always, we're all set of time. So thank you for the input, talking about what it means to be the most relevant advisor. And hope you get started in 2020 on being that. Reposition yourself to clients, reposition yourself to those around you. So you become the most relevant advisor. They look to you for those proactive services. That's what it's all about. And if you want to see how ready you are to become the most relevant advisor, take a couple minutes, sign up for your own free biz survey. Get that objective assessment of how prepared you are to be that most relevant advisor. There's a link below. I click. I encourage everybody watching to spend some time and check it out. As always, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Click to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Stay up to date. And as always, we challenge you today to take action to change the world and invest in yourself.